0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Jason Feldman, and today I'm going to bring you my top five tips after years of running a multi million dollar sales team. Let's dive into number one. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Kretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance students. Well, actually, let's dive into a little story. So we built a sales team up to um, over 15 remote telemarketers, 15 sales agents uh, in our office. And we were rocking. We're doing, I think, right around 8,000 calls a day and about 115 quotes a day. So it was, it was really humming. And at the pinnacle of this, for a couple years that we were really running at a high volume, I think we we're doing close to a quarter million, maybe almost 300,000 of six-month policies a month. And those weren't big policies either. So it was, a, it was a ton of policies. There's a few things that reflecting that I think would bring you the most success in running any kind of sales team. So here's number one. Number one is if you're running any kind of sales team operation, number one for you to do is be the cheerleader. There are way too many personalities. If you think about it, think about all those calls, right? And think about how many people are involved and how many emotions there are. There are upset people. There are people that are happy. There are people that are sad. There are people that are losing commission or like this guy has got this call and, There's so many ups and downs. Number one is to manage everybody's emotions and be the cheerleader. So what does that mean? That means no matter what, you have to come in and bring your best personality. That means you have to cheer everyone up, even if you don't feel like it. I think we're doing close to $80,000 a month in marketing costs, and it was stressful uh, that's just for me. That was straight out of pocket. It wasn't like, uh, we had the giant company and tons of reserves or anything. I mean, like we were, we weren't on a month to month, but dude, but prior to that, I ain't never run an $80,000 a month marketing kind of campaign. Like, like you got to make sure that you're going to see a return on that. You know what I mean? So with that being said, like to keep that humming, Number one thing is to make sure everybody's personality is is rocking, that they're bringing their best. The only way to do that is to pump everybody up. And if you suck, that means you have a ton of people under you that are going to suck and they're going to take your horrible attitude and that's what they're going to bring and that does not produce sales. So that's number one. Number two is the numbers tell the story. So I learned this early on, especially when I had some good salespeople and we didn't have a good sales process. I realized that I was so susceptible to to not knowing anything, like I just to taking people's word for it. And the one thing I learned is that salespeople, however they feel, is not the real story. The numbers tell the story. They might say that the leads are bad. We hear that all the time. Oh, leads are bad. The calls are this, that are. But you look at the numbers, you get good at, telling the numbers and how many numbers are what, how long are calls, how many dials, how many, how long talk time is. You start seeing patterns, especially at scale. You start seeing the patterns and the the patterns dictate the outcome, okay? Of the numbers, right? So that's number two is the numbers tell the actual story, not what the people say. Okay, number three is the chatter predicts the numbers what is that contradictory? No, there's nuances here. So the, the one briar was the numbers tell the story, but the chatter. So this means we're running meetings all the time. We're running them in the morning and night and the tone of the meeting, the tone of what people are saying, people think that the, the, you know, when the times are good, that the end is coming or like when the times are bad that like, you know, am I on the Titanic? Is this the sinking ship? Do I need to get off? Like The emotions run high. So the chatter predicts the numbers. So you got, again, got to keep the cheerleading up, but like really pay attention to the little things that people say. It really means a lot. And if you need to take somebody aside because eh, you heard them say something that was a little off, (laughs) then you know that they're saying those kind of things to your team when you're not around. So take that to heart. Maybe you want to have a one-on-one talk with that person. So That's number three is that the chatter predicts the numbers uh, or precedes the numbers. ooh, all right, number four, everything is a process. Your emotions don't matter. If you decide to take on the role of running a sales team, then especially with a bunch of people with a bunch of money that's going into it, your emotions absolutely don't matter. Don't think that they do because if you're worried about your emotions, your team's going to go to crap. There are way too many no's in a sales process. There's all, all there is, is a bunch of bad stuff. There's the yeses are, are, are slight, right? You're hearing more no's. There's more negativity. There's a lot going on. Everybody being in a good mood is the thing that, that sells whatever you're selling right? So everything is a process. Manage that process well. And I don't care what you're feeling. Your emotions don't matter. You got to know that. Say, you know what? My emotions don't matter. I'm going to go into this. I know what I need to do. I know the process of all this. I know how I need to bring it. I know I need to be the uh, cheerleader. I know I'm only going to be looking at the numbers. The only thing I care about what people say is to know where their head is at. Right. And then if you know where their head is at, then you know how to like maybe pull you know Sam aside. You can see that it's that his thought process is a little off and you don't want it to infect everybody. So you gotta like take take that time to to maybe have like a like a side convo with him to get him going again or something. And number five, the final five is swallow your pride. This is not a role for you to be prideful at all. Like suck it up you have to be the most humble person sales teams are not humble at all especially when they're doing well and that's when you know that's what you want right you want them to do well but like dude swallow your pride if you think you're all that you're you're going to there's no way that you're going to run a great sales team and t- turnover is incredibly high right we had low turnover I had to swallow my pride a lot a lot to make sure that that turnover was not high swallow your pride one caveat to that I will say and I think you might have heard me say it in another podcast is dude don't compromise your values though like if somebody's doing something that compromises like your your values your vision your mission what you stand for and what you stand against then then get rid of it like, cancer spreads fast on a sales team. So I would say, like, take those to heart. The nuance, There's a lot of nuances in with what I said. You might think it's some of it, or most of it's woo-woo. But I'm telling you, those are the most important things in running a successful, multi-million dollar sales team. And I'm going to leave you with that. And I'm going to leave you with an air high five as well. I'm Jason Feldman. I can't wait to talk to you again.